check, check. I thought now was a good time to record. I'm taking a milk and honey bath. There's a piece of rose quartz at the end of the bathtub. And there's lavender buds and rose petals. I just finished teasing my clitoris. I got myself right to the point of climax and stopped. I wanted to conserve this energy. And truthfully, the energy I'm referring to is godly energy, creative energy. But that's a different episode. It's the first installment of the Pussy's Soliloquies. And I figured I'd start off where it all began. I lost my virginity 10 years ago in March. I wanna say it was March 13th. It was a normal day. And I remember being up at the front of the school. 2009, I was a junior. I want to say I was 15 going on 16. I've always been a year behind. I was in private school up until the third grade. And when I entered the third grade, I was only seven going on eight. I had been taught sixth grade vocabulary and math up until then, and they felt I'd do well skipping a grade. And truthfully, I would have done well if I was ever challenged. But back to the topic at hand. I was out in the front of the school with all my guy friends. These are guys that I had been in class with, either from the year, either from my freshman year, my sophomore year, or my junior year. And they had become close friends of mine. I had both girlfriends and guy friends. I wasn't one of those quote unquote, girls are too hard to get along with as bitches. <laughs> but that's another episode of him as well. But I specifically remember that most of them were on the football team. And one of our VPs, she had quite the affinity for the football team and would often buy them food, snacks, give them money, whatever they asked for. So on this particular day, she walked up and she invited all of them to go get food. And I was left there by myself. 
comes walking. Him. I will not be using names. It's my business. That's that. But we get to talking. And he asks the question, are you a virgin? Or he asks, have you ever had sex? Or when's, no, 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 no. I believe the question was, when's the last time you had sex, I believe. To which I replied, never, because I was a virgin. Somehow, some way, <laughs> our conversation ends with an agreement that I'm going to let him take my virginity. He was a Sagittarius, and they're really, really good at being detached most of the time, so I figured it was perfect. I'd be able to get over the speed bump that was losing my virginity, and there would be a guarantee that I wouldn't, you know, get attached afterwards because I had no kind of emotional, you know, and tied to him whatsoever. I knew that he had already been around. So I figured, hmm, at least he'll be good at it. So we made our way from the front of the school to the football field. And we tucked away to where it seemed most private. He laid down a sweater. I undressed. He put on a condom. And it happened. I honestly don't remember much. See, I'm an Aquarius, and I'm even better at detaching and being distant. So, as I've taught myself to do since I was a child, I disassociated from the event completely. But I do remember that by the time I put on my panties, and my jeans and began walking back to the front of the school. I felt the blood start leaking from my vaginal canal. He'd popped my cherry You know what's funny, hilarious even? Obviously the term pop, the Jerry, is an association with the blood that accompanies a woman's first time.
Dude, excuse me, I'm gonna take a sip of my champagne. You see, serial killers, they collect the items of their victims. Me, I just collected their souls. And ultimately, I didn't want anything to do with it afterwards. So, I throw them away. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, actually. Especially because my great-grandmother, who was born on the grounds of a mansion where her parents were slaves in Louisiana, always said, don't ever let anyone touch your panties. I wonder, was that her ancestor speaking through her? Because somewhere deep down they knew they'd been cursed.
genuine, very good friends. My sister, as I would like to refer to her, will be interviewed digitally at least. I sent her questions and they'll be featured on my website. There will also be an auditory interview that will follow this pussy soliloquy. And one of the questions that I asked them both was describe your whole face in two words. And you know what's crazy? I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I'm lying. If I could describe my whole face in two words, it'd be sweet and nasty. It's funny, the shame I used to carry in regards to my sexual journey was never my own. Apparently my father's mother was promiscuous as well, had several children by different fathers. As far as I'm concerned, she was searching for love in all the wrong places, obviously, as cliche as that sounds. She went looking for love in men's beds, as did I. My own mother, on several occasions, has let me know that in regards to my being conceived, and I quote, she just wanted some sex, and then the stick turned blue. theirs, taking on their pain, their insecurities, throwing it over my shoulders, being the martyr that my ancestors have always been.
here right now. I could never feel ashamed of my quote unquote whole face. Because I did it my way. I've actually never really associated myself with being a quote-unquote hoe. I always refer to myself as a hoochie. I had sex when I wanted, with whom I wanted, whenever I wanted. And I might have said when twice, and it's because I meant it. And I put that on my daughter that any man that's ever been in this pussy would pay their entire life savings to do it again. And they still couldn't afford it. Not once was I ever summoned. Not once did I ever open my legs for anyone that I didn't approve of. If I was taking dick, it was hand-picked. But being the black widow that I am, I'd lead them to believe that they were in control. That they were somehow seducing me. And that I just couldn't resist myself. <laughs> and like I said earlier, I always kept my distance and made them want more. The intention behind it is to normalize this type of talking where it's like feeling heard, feeling seen and letting the, you know, other people know, like you're not alone in what you feel like we're feeling yeah. some things and you don't have to go through it alone. And it's like, cause it's, it's, it, you know what I mean? Like in high school, you had your close friends and stuff, but there really was times where you guys were sitting down and being like, girl, let's talk about our feelings. Like, you know right, what I mean? Like, right. No, and, exactly. And we're just, just like, like trying to get this homework done. Yeah. And trying yeah. to get this dick. Like, and it just like carried, yeah, true. <laughs> and it just, true. Like, carried on until the point where you're going through something and you don't even feel comfortable reaching out to your girlfriends because you feel like, oh, it's going to be a burden. But like you said earlier, you're willing to take on people's burdens all the time. So it should be equal. Like, like sharing what you feel and it's not a burden but just you know what I mean like, yeah if yeah that, if that person can hold space for you then you guys should have that kind of discourse so that's the reason it's coming true yay me titty bounce yay yes <laughs> titty bounce forever oh my god I love it okay
so yes i have a series of questions um concerning like or trying to explain that already but since we started a new um a new sh- like recording these are questions that are concerning virginity shame um sexual education and um just like your viewpoints and stuff so my yes. first question i'm gonna jump right the fuck in if you can describe your whole phase in two words, how would you describe it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's two words. Uh, right, that's what- oh, fuck. Um, oh. All right, let's get real. I would say... Ooh. Like... Damn, you caught me. Um, I would say, like, a combination of, like, confusing (laughs) and um, (laughs) I would say confusing and educational. So a little bit of a contradiction, but I can elaborate <laughs> if you would like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I only say confusing because I I think I didn't know always what I wanted out of certain relationships. I think it was like so they kind of go hand in hand because educational and confusing because I would be like doing my thing, like not dating, like not like in a relationship, not monogamous, exclusive with anybody. But oftentimes I think deep down I wanted to be, but I didn't quite know. I just was like, it was all very much a learning experience. Um, But I think what I learned was that I I thrive the most when I'm like like in my relationship now where I can be my full I've never been able to be my full (laughs) self until I'm until I'm in a loving trusting comfortable healthy relationship Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely you know it took it took the hoe phase and it took just life things to learn that. But a little bit confusing just because sometimes I'd be like, yeah, this is great. Like, I love being a hoe. Like, I don't want to be tied down. But then the little part of me was like, mm, I want to <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It's end. Okay. When did you lose your virginity? I lost my virginity when I was 17. So... Um, just a little bit over a decade ago. Um, yeah, I was 17, uh, junior year oh, of high school. Too. You'll have, you'll yeah. have to listen to the yeah. full podcast to get that story. Cause girl, it is hot tea, yes, scalding tea. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and oh what God. phase of your life would you say you were in? Was it with a boyfriend of yours? Was it a friend? Did you handpick him or did it just kind of like happen? Uh, I did kind of, I did handpick him. I, so, okay, I was 17. I, for the past, like, I mean, I've always been a very 
sexual human being even at a young age which people I feel like that's like a whole thing too is like it's like a scare it's a little bit can be scary thing that like children can be sexual but it doesn't have to be like in a you know it's just like I was a child being like what Mm -hmm. are these feelings um so I've always kind of been sexual but I was very awkward growing up and then I kind of started to get to a point where I was like kind of getting the male getting male attention maybe not necessarily from ones I liked but a little bit and then I was like kind of being like I want to like I want to lose my virginity uh and that was like a couple years leading up to when I did I had a huge crush on this one boy and he would just like he like knew I liked him but wasn't really trying to do anything with a little bit of a leading on situation but then I there was this other guy and I forget how I met him exactly I ended up asking him to prom I guess that was Boss before bitch. we had sex <laughs> yes yes um and yeah he I don't know we just like really got along and I a little bit of it was like I and he was he was friends with the guy that I really liked and so I was kind of like a little like I genuinely liked him but a little part of me was like kind of stoked on the fact that like the guy that I felt like was like not leading me on but you know he just was kind of like he knew I liked him was kind of playing with it I was kind of like yeah well I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) and like not that he would even it was just like a little part of me that was a little bit like yeah that's gonna that that element is going to bring me a little bit of joy but um yeah I went I was at one of my best friend's house parties um and she would throw parties a lot she's my Persian sister and he was there and I god I mean I don't remember if I knew I want it was going to that night I just knew it was like going (laughs) down I was ready I was beyond ready I was like really wanted to lose my virginity I really wanted to just get it over with in a way like yeah no yeah you know just kind of like get over that fear of like what's it gonna be like like I just wanted to do it we'd already hooked up before too we'd he gave me head for my first time (laughs) um like I don't know a little bit before that and then yeah, and then we literally went to my friend's room, and I my very first position was oh my on gosh, <gasps> I know, and it's so funny because I I would think about it, and I'm like, that's kind of weird, right? Like no one does that, and then I saw the movie <laughs> Lady Bird, and she does that too, and then she literally goes, I lost my virginity like on top. Who does that? And I was like, oh, God, me. That's like such Lilith energy. That's so boss. I love that. I love that. Like, who says you have to be on the bottom? Who says that? Yeah. And I think that phase of my life, I was just, uh, you know, like I said, I was very, a lot of friends around me were like, had boyfriends or were like losing their virginity for the first time. And I was like, I felt ready. And I remember it was daylight savings time too. So we like came out of her room and I feel, and the clock had like gone, was it forward or backward? And I was like, gee, I was like, how long were we in there? But it wasn't very good, even though, you know, we weren't dating. Um, he was so respectful. So like, he was like, cared so much about my 
pleasure and like whether or not I had an orgasm. And to be honest, I don't know if I did. I think it's so, I'd been masturbating for a long time. So I knew what it felt like, but I think it's like when you're losing your virginity, you're just focused on like what the task at hand, which was like taking a dick. (laughs) You know, I think I was like, I definitely had a good time, but yeah, I, um, it was a very positive experience. I think for being with someone I wasn't necessarily dating and at a fucking friend's house party in her bed. Um, it was a very positive experience. That's that honestly, I don't even, I'm not even going to add any words that, that I'm just going to wrap that in a bow <laughs> and fucking just boo. Yes. Boop, right there. Oh my God. So great. Um, you kind of already answered it. You said that it was a, you, you felt like you were in a safe space. You felt like you were being, you know, honored and it was positive. So did you, were you made to feel any shame afterwards? So this is interesting. Um, as much as it was personally, individually, um, positive and empowering, um, I had this moment the next day. I was at home and I, I just started like, it was like just this catharsis. Like I just started crying because, and it wasn't because it's like, it was weird. It, I just like started crying. I think it was like just this overwhelming flood of emotions of like what it means, I guess, to lose your virginity. I think it was like a little bit tied to like, I thought my mom knew like there's, she did not And the thing is, I also never really had a relationship with my mother that was like, we never talked about like sex, like all that stuff I learned from like books, you know, those kind of like girls and women's like sexuality and your body's changing, like those kinds of books from when you're like a kid and then like friends and their older sisters and honestly like media and porn that I discovered too young. And so it was like, (laughs) I had a little bit of this thing. I just like started crying because it was just like this, like just this like womanhood thing. It wasn't, it wasn't shame. It was just like, whoa. Yeah. It was I'm just on like, the other whoa. Side. Yeah. And I think at that young age, even I was kind of like, I was very much like trying to be, um, you know, just like that, like kind of like positive, like slut movement. Like no one was calling me a slut, but it was like, you know, I was like, I lost my virginity to someone who wasn't my boyfriend. And I, but I made that executive decision. Like it was never, like, I felt very strong in control and I wanted, I chose it, you know, like I chose when and who. And, um, so it was, yeah, it was just, I think it was a combination of all what it means to be a woman and in that phase of your life, whenever that may be for whoever, um, yeah. And I just started like crying. And then I think I just like went and went downstairs and I just like watched a movie with my mom and we didn't talk about it, but I just kind of like, part of me just was like, I wonder like somehow does she know? Like, can she sense it? Right. <laughs> I feel like moms do. I they know. know. I know. They know. Yeah. And it's in, and, and you would, and honestly, I didn't get it at first. I used to think, like, what the fuck? Like, does she have cameras? Like, how does she? How is she so in tune? But for sure, having my own daughter now, <laughs> I'm like, you just, you just, know. you just know, <laughs> yeah. And you, you can literally look at your kids in the face and be like, girl, don't play me, right, right. right. <laughs> they came from you. It's like I know you. You're you know? me, <laughs> right? You feel me, bro? Like, yeah, girl. I was. We had a whole moment earlier, and I was just telling her dad about it on the phone. I'm like. 
she started crawling towards the Christmas presents on the tree. And, you know, oh. damn well, that's not her area because she won't just, you know, admire them. She starts ripping at the paper like it's fucking Christmas morning. So she goes over and she looks back and gives me the look like, are you going to stop me? She's an Aries, mind you. Oh, God. In a, Cap- yeah. in a Capricorn moon. And she's like, she looks back and she's like, are you going to stop me? And I'm like, <laughs> and like, I'm in fucking pain. So I do just give her the look like I don't even have time to try to fucking, you know, and she like sits and pretends like she's not going to do it and then goes again. And I just like yell her name and like that alone, she drops her head and like crawl. And I'm like, get your ass. <laughs> over here and she like drops her head and starts like fake crying and it's like and you know like that walk back to your mom when you know you're in trouble yeah. she's like crawling like that oh she's crawling God. in slow motion like mom like <laughs> and I'm like oh my and I'm like I'm trying to like I'm laughing to myself but I don't want her to see me smile or to see me like still you know like, right still being serious right, but, right. Like, but moral of the story you fuck you, you fucking know your kids, you you know, you just know, yeah. yeah, yeah. But and and actually, that was my next question was as far as like how are you educated about sex and did your mother normalize sexuality in, like in the home? Like, how did your mother kind of treat sexuality in the home? So, um, yeah, I I really didn't have any kind of talk with my parents. Um, my mom is an immigrant from Iran and she is already like you know coming from a certain generation from that kind of culture and then um I think just also her own personality she you know she's not very she's never been very open about like even just relationship stuff like I I knew my dad had like girlfriends and stuff before and like I've heard sometimes stories about you know, just certain things like concerts he'd go to about bands that I liked, you know, that he'd be like, oh, yeah, I went, I went to go see them live with a girlfriend one time. And, you know, I never really hear that stuff. Like, I knew my mom, she came to America when she was 16. You know, she was bullied. You know, people were not into Iranians at that time. And um, she didn't know a lot of English. She was very nerdy and just kind of like, I I didn't learn until much later that she, like, had a husband before. Um just very briefly and I'm pretty sure those are like the only two people that she'd kind of been with like just based on what I can put together and piece together but um yeah she I mean just to give you like an idea when I was 15 I wanted to get on birth control to regulate my because it was like truly just could come at any time and as a teenager you know it was like part of course there was a part of me that was like kind of trying to gearing up towards like I'm ready to like start hooking up with people but not that I even did yet but it was really a lot about regulating my period and so I decided to I knew Planned Parenthood was a thing and I had gone with friends who had boyfriends that wanted to go get birth control but I decided to try to open up that conversation with my mom telling her you know because it's sort of like you know she took me out of school in fifth grade when I got my period and we kind of like she took me out to lunch and I was like oh god at the time I'm like mom stop so like, okay, maybe we can have a little bit of a you know maybe this could be a moment of like mother-daughter stuff and I brought it up just like you know um so I kind of want to get on birth control to regulate my period because it's like very irregular and she just kind of like paused and then like it was like she just truly didn't know how to handle it and just like she just like changed the subject and I was just like okay and then (laughs) I was like all right well I mean I know where to get it so 
And then I remember going to my pediatrician later, like for whatever a checkup and him bringing that up. Like he was like, so your mom told me that, and this was like months later, mind you, and him bringing up like that she, you know, your mom said that you wanted birth control and she was very worried about it. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I told her, I was like, I want to regulate my period. Yeah. I would probably like to be sexually active soon. I'm not, but you know, just kind of being very candid. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I understand it could, it can be hard as a mother. I don't know, but, um, I think I, I never really resented her for not opening up that kind of dialogue because, and I still don't. Um, I think it just kind of made, I think it, it, it added a little bit of more of like a disconnect, um, between us. Um, because, like I said, I feel like I've always been by sexuality. Like, as a child, I would, like, make my dolls fuck all the time. Like, I was like, <laughs> very interested in sex. And, you know, as pure and innocent as a child can be in that way of just kind of, like, because it's just, like, human nature. And I think I felt some shame about that, actually. Like, even as a kid, kind of knowing that, like, I can't tell anybody interested in this stuff. And obviously I would try to keep that stuff secret. And when I discovered porn at like fucking, you know, way too young, like nine years old or something. Um, and I would like, you know, I feel like masturbating at first, I would just get things and I would just feel, it was all just very like, I wouldn't even have to touch myself. Like I would just look and I would feel things. And then, but knowing to hide all that stuff just because, you know, I didn't really have that dialogue and I I didn't really have any, I didn't even want to talk to friends about it. Like it was all a very internalized thing for a long time. Um, But um, I think that I somehow made it out (laughs) pretty okay (laughs) and functioning. Um, I, yeah, I think I just sort of like, in like some true Capricorn child fashion, just like educated and like raised myself in that way of, you know, what it means to be a, a person, a a human, a woman that's like in the world and dealing with sex as a concept at all. (laughs) You know, it was just like, just kind of gathered information from all different sources, but a lot of it just sort of like, you know, being on the Sims, doing woohoo <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> and just being like, yeah, can't wait to do that. But <laughs> yeah, I think that that was all that answers all the questions. But definitely, definitely. It's, I hear that. I hear that. This is like, yeah, this isn't, isn't as, um, or this is like way more fulfilling and nourishing than I thought it was going to be. Like, oh my god, good. Like I thought good. I was just gonna be like, I'm just about to like just get all my hoe friends together and we're gonna talk about it. But like, no, like this is. I feel like this. I'm 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 doing like divine work. I really feel like because I, I I don't feel like it's my work right now. I feel like I'm just creating like a space for it. You know, a space. Yeah, absolutely. I think just being candid and like talking about experiences and you know I'm sure like the way that I am I can be on social media and like I'm very openly sexual like it's funny because it's like it's just such a big part of my personality but I 
you know, it's like funny. And then I'm like, yeah, could you guess that I was raised in a house but that never spoke about sex ever and still doesn't, you know, it's like, how did I come out this way? Like, I feel like I'm sure it's like people might have assumptions about things. And, you know, I think when you just like, you can bring women um, into a space like this where it's safe and you're just having a conversation and talking about these things. um, It can be very insightful. And um, I think it's important to just like hear and share stories. Um, I think, again, it makes people feel heard and, you know, when people relate to it, it's like, can be very validating and yeah, nourishing. Do I? Okay. Okay. I do have a couple more questions. I'm like the tea I made earlier. I definitely spilled on this page and I was going to, I'm going to like take that as like, I get to look back and remember, like I made tea cause I was having a horrible fucking day and I turned it around into something beautiful. Oh, that's going to be my reminder. <laughs> um, okay. What is your opinion on the whole, like coveting of popping a cherry? Like men literally fucking salivate at the idea of like being a woman's first and not even to like do it in a like honorable right way but just like I did it first type shit yeah oh god I have a lot to say about that um I think it I think that unhealthy fucking like it's like some machismo gross shit because it's it's First of all, I think there's this, the concept of like all these, this terminology about like girls giving it up, giving it away, like even if it's not all this, this verbiage that is about a woman giving something to a man when we're talking about heterosexual sex is like, I reject that so much because it's like, that implies that I'm a vessel, that I'm just like, I'm not I don't have any like um uh what's the word uh like I don't have any like agenda like controlling this like it's just sort of like I'm just giving myself as like a sacrifice because this man needs to stick his dick in something and I'm just going to provide that it's like no no no. I I have you know the feeling like it's like I we this is a two-way street this should be a mutual thing filled with respect and all that stuff so anyways getting a little offhand but I yeah I think that um it's very gross and unhealthy and I think that I really learned that um lesson from my with my ex because he was a very that was like a very unstable unhealthy um emotionally and mentally abusive relationship. And he, um, he was very obsessed with this concept of like, Oh my God, it's cutting off. Stop. Oh no. Hello. Hello. Right when, right when you were saying he was obsessed with this whole concept of it started like messing up and like, he was obsessed with what? 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 Um, I think maybe I moved a little bit and the connection cut off, but, um, no, yeah, he was obsessed with like my sexuality, like the way that I presented myself. And I mean, 
wouldn't have let him in my social media. Like I, that was like such a fucking surface level. It's like, I look back and I'm like, God, that was like not even a relationship. Like I don't even anyways, but he was very obsessed with like my sexual history and in general women's. And it was just such, it was like, Oh my God, thinking about it. I'm like, Oh my God, what a fucking test from the universe or something. Because I mean, he, um, he even taught, he asked me like how many people I'd have sex with and like, which I know now is like, you can talk about it with your partner if you want, but that shit kind of really doesn't matter. And I think right. he, he wanted, he was very like, this was like the virgin whore. Uh, that concept. Uh, yes. That whole thing is like, he wanted to, he did benefit and wanted to benefit from, you know, what comes with having some experience, which is you will be oftentimes better at, at you know what you're doing. You're, you you can be like a more in tune intuitive sexual partner but he was like he would shame me to no end um about my sexual like expressing like anything like just like he would ask me stuff about like my view on like threesomes and then like if I said I was interested in it he would just like constantly think I'm like what are you fucking talking like it's just like he was so obsessed with like being the first person like it was it was all wrapped up in what he was he was a very controlling jealous insecure person and um and I think that's what that kind of stuff that all comes in that's why like he was very like like machismo shit so it's like I think that that comes from just like you know to use this word that's so overused but like toxic masculinity because it's right I think that it's like it's a very like you said they don't it's oftentimes not because they want to honor and respect and you know like like that's why I felt like I was so lucky my first time it was like he was he was such a sweet like respectful having a good time and like And I think a lot of guys are like, it's like a conquering thing. It's like a very, it's almost like caveman, just like very old school. Like I want to conquer and like pillage this, this ground of a woman's body. And um, they get very obsessed with it. And I think it all, it is all tied into control, which is unhealthy because you shouldn't be controlling over your partner. Um, and especially not in sexual manners. I think it's uh, doesn't help anybody. And it's just kind of like a waste of time. And yeah, I, I the whole like popping the cherry and the hymen, like I didn't bleed my first time. Like, so I was a little bit even confused about that. Because the whole like concept of like the hymen and it's like, because you can break it very easily. Like, I think I probably did riding bikes when I was a kid. Like, I know people do it like when you ride horses or like, doing gymnastics it's like all this like I didn't do the horses but I you know I did a lot of activities when I was a kid so I it probably just happened at some point and I got my period very young but I remember even that like afterwards I was kind of thinking like wait that's weird like how did I not bleed like does that mean I'm like you know it's like this weird I don't know you're we're told all these things from a very early age and we're consuming all this media and stuff that's like uh 
telling us like how it how it is and you know that it's like that you are giving your virginity to somebody and that someone is taking something from you and I think that's like part of why I like cried after the next day is like a little bit of like because I not that I felt that but it was just like I felt like pain for that being a concept that I think most women feel and go through and um that it's even something you have to like reject or unlearn 